and welcome to episode 33 of Three Beers in a Movie. Today I'm Richard Laird, as I always am, and I'm with... Colin McKay, and I'm with... Colin McCorkstrom. the weekend, you're like Susan or something. Yeah, change my name later on. With Corks, Barry. And you are? Matt fucking Damon. Or Matt Damon lookalike. Yes. In low lighting. Yeah, in low lighting. And we are once again The Raven, and we're going to talk movies again quite a quite a random movie selection this week and stories and such movies and stories and yeah. and and what do you get this week Colin our very first our very 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 first ever email Colin got an email Colin is very happy about this yeah, yeah we got an email um, from, it was kind of solicited and it was from somebody who's been on the podcast in the past but still <laughs> Colin counts it as an email quite right and I'll tell you more about that later but what are you drinking tonight Colin um, I'm drinking um, that legendary Italian lager Chris okay the Czech Republic lager that is, is again Czech Republican or Czech Barry what are you drinking uh, I'm now on a Wuha pint Wuha pint a blonde Wuha I think it's called yes. yeah um, I'm on is the same like is a Highland cow? it's a Highland cow yeah, yeah. <laughs> the label's got a Highland cow on it well the company's called Wuha I think Wuha and it's just their blonde so it's, I think it's really nice it's very Wuha. light yeah Wuha Wuha blonde very nice it, it looks pale nice colour it's only about 4% <laughs> um, it goes down very easily it's not like your weird check thing that's sort of odd Th- this is why I'm not a beer critic it looks pale it looks pale yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beer looks pale. This is also why I'm not a beer critic <laughs> uh, either because a lot of it all just tastes the same to me. But you like this one? I do. It's nice, it's yeah. It's nice, it's got a nice kick to it. Nice it tastes like beer. Tastes like beer, yeah. Um, but we're going to, first of all, Barry, who doesn't bring anything to this normally. He's Barry for the first time bringing a story. But Barry's got a story. Barry's got a story. He's Barry's got a news report. One that is near and dear to all of our hearts. Oh, no. And he wants to, he wants to get our feelings on this. Okay, Barry. Barry, where's the story coming from, first of all? It is coming from. Uh, the West Midlands. West Midlands. W- w- Croft Academy, to be more precise. Okay. A group of nine and ten year olds were subjected to pornographic images while trying to watch Paddington Bear. Was anyone doing anything to Paddington? No. That's joyful. That's happy. Tell me the story. This, I'm, I'm shocked and outraged. I'm shocked and as well, yeah. Paddington's been sullied by this. Yeah. What's the headline of the story? The headline is school children accidentally showing pornographic image during Paddington Bear screening. But as you kind of dive into the story, and as we all know, being even slightly educated on technology, it wouldn't have been just an image and also... Was the school on a torrent? Uh, yeah, because from what you said, the story, the kids weren't at a cinema. No, they were in the school. school. Hall. Therefore, that means the, the school is basically coding this thing to download yeah. it illegally to watch this film. And it's not going to be Paddington because that's on the official sites like Netflix. Uh-huh. Is on your so it's Paddington Two. So it's been Paddington Two. So someone has downloaded it. Roll <laughs> some dirty bastards fight club basically. Yes. I don't even think it was that. It's I think like they've clicked on a screen for it. And then a pop-ups came up and they've clicked on the pop-up to get rid of it and it's probably opened up a an extra window. Yeah, as extra. has happened to us all from time to time, let's be honest. <laughs> you've, just got, you've just got to be quicker about it. You've got to be quicker. You know, sometimes make the X make it bigger, you know, rather than making it go away. Everyone knows this, you know. As the Castoria got uh, released, um, the initial story was the fact that half the... It was nine and ten year olds, so, you know, they're not exactly, like, super young. But half of the parents were up in arms ready to get the pitchforks out because they were saying how their darling little angels had been traumatised. Okay. And the other half of the parents were just nonchalant about it and just was like, eh. Colin, you're the only one here who's yeah, got kids. Yeah. We don't so have kids. I, 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 I have if a you're... 10-year-old daughter um, 
Uh, uh, You've not done ten, is Wow. Uh, wow. Boy. Whoa, where the, where the fucking... Just in a, in a terms of... I didn't think she was, I didn't think she was yeah. 10. That's all I think she was older. I thought she was younger than that. Okay. That's all. Ready for fighting, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I roll up. I'll be yeah. broke down. <laughs> so if you're... That, that, if you're that, would, that would be pitchforks. You'd be angry at this? I would, I would be angry. I, I would be demanding to speak to fucking... Yeah. Now, would you be angry... Supervisor, supervisor, boss. Would you be angry for no one reason? The kids have seen porn. Or number two, they're using download sites, which we, as three boys and maybe, do not promote. Three, we do not ever promote downloading. Really what would anger you most? Both. 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 You've got to tamper contain, no, otherwise it's you, too you pure and it blows your head off. Oh no, you go to Colombia and you know... You, yeah, but they're not like sort of spikes about like baby powder and stuff like that. No, no, no. No, you, just seems like a man who's talking from experience there for some you, reason. You take one, you're dead, that's it. But you know, you die. And, you die happy? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you die You die seeing different colours. You be God. <laughs> I think just the thing that... Yeah. That took us... A different direction there, yes, it did, yeah. The thing that annoys me is it's like, schools obviously have budgets for taking kids to things. Yeah, totally, yeah. And doing activities with them, because this was part of a, a kind of like good behaviour reward yeah. system. And you're like, right, for 30 kids to go to the cinema, right, maybe a bit of an upheaval. No, but they go for, they go for like the, they most, do do that kind of stuff. Most cinemas do like either a group booking thing or they have like sort of the Odin does it and all Cinema does it where it's like the young kids, yeah, yeah, the young yeah, version yeah. of the film. Even Jill was telling me yesterday we were talking because the Cinema showed Milan Rouge this week. Yeah. Or next, sorry, Valentine's Day. Yeah. And I said, do you want to go and see it? Because I've never seen the cinema before. And she went, no, she saw it because she saw it in school. They mm. took the school, took them out to go and see this yeah. film. So schools do it. Yeah. And yeah. so why can't they do it? I just want to know, like, how, how do you deal with that, but, you know, as your kids get older and like, adulthood and it's like, oh, Charles, did you have the, the pads in fucking your gym again? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> this is... Wait, how does that carry on to your child? Look, like, there's like 20 boys growing up in the West Midlands who have weird Paddington fetishes. Oh, the love raincoats. Where does it end? Yeah, the mum smearing with mum on it. They're all squashers. Yeah. It's horrible. It's a horrible story. Yeah. I'm, I'm angry and outraged and slightly abused. <laughs> <laughs> it's just such a mental thing because, like, the school have to admit now that it was a dodgy site. Yeah, they have to, yeah. Like, essentially, yeah. So, so. But is, is it. Asked, where did you get Paddington? Utorrent.com. Yeah. 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 And then they tried to claim that it was some sort of software that let the images through. Who is it? There's an actual sentence. Yeah, yeah, Cody. It's called Cody. Everyone knows where it is. Everyone knows <laughs> it's illegal. The school claimed that, <laughs> the school claimed that there had been a problem with the web content filtering software, and that an investigation has now been launched. And you're like, right, well, what software are you using? Yeah. And, you know, this isn't going to end well for the school. No, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I think yeah. knuckles need to be wrapped, and no. I think Paddy you could probably get knuckles McGinty in to sort this shit out. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah, get Let's get Benning listen on this case. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> If you're listening. Yeah, if you're listening. Brendan, get involved in this. It's just, it was a, a story that, as Paddy, Paddington is all dear to our hearts. It is most definitely dear to yeah. our hearts, yes. It's just such a mental story that I'm like, what the fuck? 
I'm sure it's happened before, like on other like cinemas or like streaming, like people are watching, like they put Frozen on for their kids, Aye. and all of a sudden it's like for some reason it's been a porn hijack or something. That's been yeah. what it's, it's happened in the past. But obviously, the more interest about this, it's not some parent putting it on for their kids. No, it's an, a, a school basically a, a school openly saying. saying they're breaking the law to show their kids parenting. So yeah. the, the moral of the story is, is three beers are always keen to point it out. It's never illegally downloaded. Never download. Right. Never download. We, we, Watch live. We, go to the cinema. Yeah, go to the cinema. Watch a movie. Never. Support your cinema. Exactly. Support. Get popcorn Pay. and Pay sweets yeah. and then get diabetes before you're 18. Yeah. This is what Odin's doing now, isn't it? Odin's doing this now, isn't it? Is Odin's doing it? Yeah. 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 Uh, Odin, definitely Odin Brayhead are doing it. Right. Uh, but if you if you go to a cinema that doesn't do it, just buy popcorn and sweets and make your own. It's an American thing. You see all in American movies and people buy popcorn and they put like sort of like um, chocolate over it and stuff yeah. like, and sweets in it, like gummy bears and stuff like that over it. So this is now people are doing in Britain. That healthy American nation. That is totally yeah yeah. So but I will be eating that during the Super Bowl this week. <laughs> everyone that I've mentioned it to, they all screw their face up at. But honestly, you need to try this. It works. But I mean, that sounds awesome. But you need to have like a chocolate sweet in it. Oh. You can't have something mental like uh, salty popcorn and like um, like uh, Skittles. That might work out. So Skittles might work. <laughs> Uh, I don't know something like jelly babies or something. Right, okay, it yeah. has to be something chocolatey because right. that's what gives it the calf. And it melts a little bit because it's warm I, as well. I, yeah, yeah. So Barry's condoning. Barry's condoning eating I, as much sweetest food as you possibly can. Yeah, but it's and if you speak nicely to the people behind the counter, they will do half and half. They will do half popcorn, a, a layer of sweets, and then more popcorn and top <laughs> and then sweets on top of that. I just feel you're gonna put your hand Barry's into. Got Barry, Barry, I mean, you know what you're doing. But I feel like you're gonna like, when you time you get to the middle bit of it, you're gonna be so melted and you can put your hand in and come out like some. Mm-hmm. Handful of melted sure. chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. You start rummaging very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really enjoying these Oreos. <laughs> you're rummaging. But you just run your, your, your chair just all popcorn basically, so you can get to like, why don't you buy a pack of Oreos, man? That's what you want, clearly. Yeah, I don't know about keeping separate, man. I don't yeah. like mixing groups of food. See, Jill's not only about keeping stuff separate as well when it comes yeah. to like feeding yeah, dinner yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I feel she um, would probably put Oreos in a popcorn if you could. Yeah, she would. She's yeah, not here. Yeah, she would. I'm the same. See, when I'm having dinners and stuff, it's one collection at a time yeah. you know where do you stop does the line drop fucking bacon in your popcorn chips your beans I'm betting bacon popcorn's already a thing where's the line people I'm love bacon people I'm love popcorn that can be a thing already Canadians would do that Canadians do that yeah maple syrup on popcorn yeah here in America they put proper butter on it as well we don't do that well, we... Empire <laughs> Empire Cinema <laughs> <laughs> are the only cinema that, that I know of that still do Butter on the popcorn, like the proper pump action butter yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. And if you once again ask them nicely, they will do the 50 50. They'll put a bit of popcorn in the bucket, eh, some butter, and then more popcorn, and then more butter on top. I'm gonna feel the Barry story is it doesn't be nice to anyone else apart from people who work confectionery. That's that's yeah, he hates all our humans. He walks by home with people every day and doesn't give a shit. But the guy working the confectionery stand, Barry will be very pleasant to him. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I'm just getting my time under when you take a leg off, you know, like, oh, that was the Empire, take that leg off me because they kept putting butter on the fucking popcorn. Yeah, every minute. Because <laughs> <laughs> we live in Scotland, Yeah, probably, yeah. So, cinema. Um, Colin, what's anything at home this week of interest? Um, I'm, I'm back on to Peaky Blinders again. Still watching, yeah. enjoying that. But can I just say, Killing Murphy is like, what's the handsomest man ever? He's, he's a very handsome he's, gentleman, yeah. And he's got so much screen presence and charisma. Um, Even in Dunkirk, he's like from Dunkirk? No. No. <laughs> don't, don't, no, don't try and bring him in that way, no. no, no, no. 
he really does. He's just very underused as an actor. I feel he's not. He's not in enough stuff. He feels like he's sort of. He had his Batman moment, and then he sort of really kind of disappeared a lot. Whatever you do, see always really enjoyable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Big challenge is going to be. Um, I've just started the first episode of season two. Season two, Tom Hardy comes into Peaky Blinders. Yeah. I've been assured. By it's, a, it's, a, it's like a minute he's in it for. I think. He's no, like, no, he's in, he's in a lot. I thought he was in it for like half a minute. Is he in for a lot? I've been I've been assured by people that like him almost as much as I don't that this could be the changing. The changing. Yeah. How, this could be where I'm. How good is Sam Neill in Peaky Blinders? He's fucking amazing. He's, he's really. We know Sam Neill. We love Sam Neill. We do love Sam Neill. Everyone loves Sam Neill. Samuel, you know, he's a badass Sam Neil. Fuck yeah. Yeah, cool. Really mixed it. I mean, just like Event Horizon Sam Neil. Worse again. He, he plays us. He's just not Sam Neil. That, right, okay. That's what you watch when you forget. Sam Neil became like an lovable granddad, or not quite grand. He's yeah, not old enough. No, he, that kind of feel about you. Yeah. I mean, he's such an amazing character, and he, he fleshes out this character he's got, and he just becomes so immersed in mean, You just forget you're watching. Fucking Dr. Grant. He's a genuinely underrated actor, Sam Neill. Everything he's in is always fantastic. Everybody, everybody there is amazing. There's yeah. not any bad performances. It is, it's really as amazing. Have you seen it? No, no. Amazing, amazing watching. So you're piggy blinding it up. Barry, what you been watching at home recently? Anything of interest? Uh, it's the end of the effing world. End of the fucking end of the effing world, yeah. It's enjoying it. Uh, After talking about bear porn, we go effing world, uh, I like. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's how it's, it's written in the uh, show. Uh, yeah. It's all styled. Styled out, yeah. Yeah, it's a um, Netflix exclusive, isn't it? No, it's not. It was on Channel 4 first, E4. I think E4 put it out, yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's right. I Essentially about a young boy who wants to be a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. from this he goes on like a, basically a road trip with a random girl who hates everything, but also hates him, but somehow likes him in the same way. Yeah. Is it dark? It's insanely no, dark, uh, yeah. Sometimes you'll get shit load of paper and when you watch it, like, that's a bit kind of late fluffy and funny. No, no it's, it's definitely dark. Like, the opening shots of it are him killing animals. I, he killed a guinea pig, and that was Jill. She's like, No, I'm not watching this. I'm like, There's some yeah. Game of Thrones levels. Yeah, yeah. but only with animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's also how they. That's also how they uh, know people are going to end up being psychopaths. See if they attack animals, animals yeah. when they're kids. It's usually like a clear yeah. path. Yeah. yeah. No, watch it, Colin. It's really. It's like. It's sort of like. It's, it's like eight episodes or something. Eight or nine episodes. Only about twenty minutes each. Yeah, they're absolutely perfect. And it's a. Uh, it's a British show, but it's a very American sensibility to it. It feels yes. like a road tr- American road trip, but it's not. It's through like from like Don, like uh, walking to Doncaster or something uh, like that. It's, it's really it's it's British, but it feels very American. It's really well done, really clever. Um, Had a nice kind of because it's British, it does not hang about. It's no it moves at peace. Yeah, by, it's straight to the punch. Every episode, you're like, are no. they setting up a second season for it? I don't think. No, they're... this is one and done. I guess. I mean, they could probably do something different with it. One and done's rare, and I think they, one and done's hard to master now because people are just so. They, they they, they expect the next season, yeah, so absolutely. Yeah. They fucking ruin it. And it'd be nice to this see was something a book, I think. Well, I've no idea. But I think it may have been a book. It, it, I mean, the show is just like a one and done. I'm hoping what will happen is the two act, the two main, the girl and the guy in it, who yeah. are I think fantastic in it. Absolutely. I'm hoping they they get such much exposure from this. Yes. They have no time to do a second season because they're doing so much else. A bit like Space when it got to the third season. Yeah, yeah. The guys in Space got so just blew up. And blew up, yes. and you're like, we don't have time to go back. We've got so much more other shit to do. Ah, uh-huh, essentially, we've got other stuff to do, and I hope that's what happens because the particularly the young girl, I think, is fantastic. Oh isn't yeah, it? she plays it really well. Yeah. Like I, just out and open, it's just a couple of just random kids in your life. Oh, like, but it's just, really well done. Fantastic. Really good. Yeah. So I haven't finished Peaky Blinders, which is only five seasons in it as well. This is, this is it's 20 minutes an episode, only nine episodes yeah. long. You can finish it in like a couple hours. I, I tanked the whole I, I done it. Me and Jill done it in like about, an hour, about two hours. Right. Just rattle through it. It's really well done. Okay. 
It's really good. Anything else, Barry? Um, the only other thing I've seen was uh, three billboards, uh, which I know you have spoke about. Yeah, yeah, give us your thoughts. What do you think about it? I absolutely loved it. Yeah. And it's probably one of the first trailers that I've seen. I went and seen the movie, and I was sitting there going, Someone made the wrong trailer. They did. They made the trailer for that film. Not to spoil it for anyone, because no. I know it's just fresh out. So The trailer well. for that film, though, pitches it as a kind of Coen Brothers comedy. And yes. It's not. It's, it's not. It, it, there's moments of funniness in it. Yes. But it's so dark between it that it's not the same film you're getting in a trailer. And very jarring. Yes. Yeah. And then when the moments of when it did get a lot darker, I even found myself starting to almost tear up. I oh. was sitting there like, oh. I'm feeling like a wee bit of emotion here. Yeah. <laughs> and Barry is a robot essentially, yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um but it is, it's it's such a yeah. such darkness to it, but it's oh. so well done. It's yeah. so many characters Oscar. Oh, she deserves it as well. Yeah. Ah, yeah. You're saying she does I think she does well, but I'm gonna get someone later on who I think possibly could pick her. Oh you're a Oh no no, I, I, I don't I don't want to say it, but I'm I'm thinking it. If, if she doesn't pick pick up an Oscar for it, the movie itself should pick up something because it'd be a travesty. I agree. I think it's the best um, film of the, we'll discuss the Oscars at a, a later date probably in then, depth but I think it's the best film of the year so yeah. far and then I sent you a story uh, the other day about a guy who'd spent like $62,000 pretty much doing, doing the exact same thing yeah. he took out like another yeah, pretty much I think yeah. you know? I mean the story itself is it's not true but it's based on elements of truth yes so the, he's the guy who wrote it I've seen bits of things people doing something like this yeah it's, um, and it's not a far cry because you know it's you know, police can be a bit lacklustre if the case doesn't go anywhere. No, agreed, yeah. And, you know, like, families do eventually get agitated if there is genuinely no... No movement. Yeah. Yeah. So, but no, but it was really good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And, uh, and once again, Clyde Bank always delivers with an audience. It's, yes. We had a, a drunk guy who <laughs> who was a couple of rows in front of us. Now, as we know, like, the first chunk of the movie is pretty funny. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy was laughing out loud, chuckling, did up, disappeared, I'm assuming he went to the toilet, came back like 15, 20 minutes later, sits back down, chuckles again yeah. at another bit that wasn't, it wasn't was chuckable. funny, it was funny but it wasn't like laugh out loud, yeah, okay. no five minutes, he stands up, disappears, that was the last we seen of him, <laughs> and this, was, this, was, this wasn't even halfway through the He movie. has no idea of the darkness that came he after, in his mind he saw a comedy, that's yeah. it, yeah, yeah. He's seen a trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Retrospectively, a ten. So, what would you give them? Oh, that's an easy. That's like easy eight. eight. Yeah, you, I give it a nine. Would you, you give it? A, you, nine as well. Yeah, we're quite high. It could easily be a nine. Yeah. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, myself, I have watched. Oh, I'm watching this week. Punisher TV show. Okay. Just no, I'm on episode nine. It's really dark. It's it's so. It's slow because you sounded a bit like you know you're sounding like. Yeah, like it, I can only I can to be I can only watch three at a time. Okay. After that, I'm, I'm, I need to take a break from it. It's just so dark, and there's there's very little sort of lightness to it. And also, the Punisher's a dark character, but it's lack a little bit of like sort of just something that you go right. Oh, it's, it's, it feels like a bit of an effort to get through some of it. Still very very good. Acting's all excellent in it, but something you go like I just want a wee, a wee bit of levity. Just, mm-hmm. a, just, a, just something, just a wee a moment of levity. You know, even in the comic book, we've read the comic book obviously, particularly stuff the Welcome Back Frank stuff, the Ennis yeah, run. Yeah. There is moments of comedy where like if you kill someone in a completely stupid way, you go that's really funny, that's really clever, yeah. that's really it's smart. It's 
it takes away from this moment of pure violence. There's not much of that so in it. A wee bit of Paddington in it would make it interesting, yeah. It works well because he's very good as a Punisher. Okay. But um, like I said, it's just it's one of the things. Three, like, would whereas, you have preferred it as a movie? No, because no. I like the movies. I, one of the people who actually didn't yeah. mind. I particularly like the second film, the one with um, Endgame, wasn't it? Ray Stevenson playing yeah. it, uh, Warzone. Yeah, Warzone. Because that Warzone. moment in the st- have you seen Warzone? No. Have you seen it? No. Warzone. There's a moment at the start where we basically the the mafia's on a table, mm. and all it goes to black, and all of a sudden the Punisher appears with like two flares in his hand, <laughs> just standing on the table. And you're like, oh, that's the Punisher to me. Like that, just that level of like impact, and just it visually looked fucking amazing. Yes, the film had moments. The good thing about this, the TV show is they don't play with alcoholic, which I think a lot of the, the depictions of in the main media have been yeah. always as an alcoholic. It's like he is not blinded by by alcohol. Yeah. He is blinded by rage and yeah. anger. Yeah. That's what that's what makes everything every, he does is a conscious choice. He's not doing it because he's sort of like stupefied because of booze or drugs. Well, they get that point. It, it worked well. I'm interested to go with the second season, the third season, if they do that. Many more you've got to go to, you can't. Four to finish it off. Four. So I might try and get it finished off this week. Well, that's hard because you like watching three at a time. Three at a time, four. yeah. yeah. Oh, I may have to watch two. one one night and then just watch three in a row on Sunday. That might be my, that might be my night. One and a half? No, no can't, watch, can't watch half an episode. That's ridiculous. Don't, don't be stupid. <laughs> Random you know? interesting fact. The main ball yeah. was just how he's going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Also, was my first comic that I ever bought. Was it? Yeah. Seriously, that's yeah. a good, yeah. good one to get. Wasn't a good one. Um, but the Ennis, have you read the Ennis run? I think you have read the Ennis run. Um, it's the best, one of the best comic book runs in like the last twenty years. Mm-hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. Um, but anyway, on to movies. So we've got, I think a few that we've that I've seen, you've not seen equally as a few we have seen together or not together, but we've seen as well. We've all seen. Yeah. 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 Um, so the first one, first one we go with is a kids movie that's out just now called Ellie Man. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, directed by Nick Park, the guy who did um, Wallace and Gromit, Chicken Run from the Arvin Studios, you know, the, the plasticine, yes. plasticine models. And the plot of this film basically is uh, Ellie Mann is invaded by the Bronze Age. Mm. In order to try and keep their land and their sort of home, they challenge the Bronze Age people to a football match. One of the football match gets to keep the land or take the land. That's basically the story of the film. Um, it's got a good cast. Eddie Redmayne's in it. He plays the main guy in it. You've got Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones. She plays the main girl in it. Um, Tom Hiddleston plays the main bad guy. Timothy Spall's in it as well. People like that. You know, it's like a good, solid British cast of people. Um, it's, it's it's fine. It's a good family film. There's nothing wrong with it. Kids will love it. and fun. It's enjoyable. Is it as witty as Wilson? No. That's the problem with it. That's, that's my main problem with it. It's not as good as and Gromit and that's the big issue with it it's sort of it, it hints at it mm. but just, it feels very predictable and I think Walton Gromit isn't that predictable I think it's actually really quite smart and quite well done yeah um, there's a lot of good kind of in jokes but a lot of stuff's way too signpost you can tell it's going to happen a mile away yeah. to the point you're going to go uh, I kind of lost interest in a little bit mm. did you did you see Sean Sheep the movie mm. no no did you see it I seen that and did you like that, it that was kind of there was a lot of in jokes sort of for adults that, yeah and you would you know you'd be like oh you'd say we sit in the back and you'd be like yeah I get it I mean, so none of that necessarily there was a bit of it there was some yeah. of it it wasn't like a total you kids film there's nothing it's all completely placid and you don't and nothing mm-hmm. for adults there's a few kind of nice in jokes and like they've like an Alan Hansen reference it's all about football so you're, right. like, kids are not going to get that you know John Watson and stuff like that yeah. kids won't get that but yeah mostly it was, ma- it was mainly kids stuff it wasn't really pushing the balls of the adult entertainment you, and this day and age of animation out there and that how do you feel about this style of animation, which is labour intensive? I like it. Yeah, I really enjoy. Does it. I think it still it's hold up because obviously we haven't seen anything apart from like Wallace and Gromit, which was way back uh, in the day. The problem they've got with it is the stuff that plastic still looks as good as it did back in the day because yeah. it's it's not changed. Yeah. It's still working. Yeah. But they also put any sort of digital elements into it uh, to try and make certain things they can't do with plastic scene. When they put that into it, 
that's when it sort of falters. Take you out the, the moment you're in, yeah, that, that's the issue I've got with it. So. Is it an art form? Oh, definitely. Oh, I mean, it's... I mean, these films take, what, three or four years to make? Thank you, Jill, who brought me a new beer. Um, it takes so long to make these things. That to, to not be an art form would be, would be like, sort of like giving it a detriment. It's, it is a phenomenal piece of... You know, to sit there for a it's a 90-minute film. Yeah. That takes about three years to make. I come back, so yeah, it's insane how long these things take. Frame by frame, movement by movement. Yeah, it's a labour of it is. It's insane. Even yeah. even the fellas on like YouTube and that that just make little like five ten minute videos with the Lego people. Yeah, in the sets. Like, That's six months of work almost. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. same if we, we saw. I don't know if you saw, but I definitely saw Anim- Animalisa, the one about the kind of yeah. the stop motion one. Puppet sex. Yeah, that puppet sex. Yes, um, that. It's such a beautiful art form. That yeah. it, it, it's nice when someone does keep it alive, and to almost go see this film. It's an enjoyable film, not a great film, but you want to go and see it just because you want people to keep doing this because yeah. it is something that should be kept alive. And if people don't go and see these kind of films, it will die off. Do you think it's a British not eccentricity, but do you think it's definitely you know it's a British thing and Americans and It does seem very much. Like, I can't really think of any sort of plasticine American yeah. stuff. Um, they've done a couple of robot chicken, but that's that's more like toys. Yeah. Yeah. They have the stuff like the sort of the maybe the Elf in the Shelf, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, that yeah. kind of stuff back in the kind of early stuff. That was the Rankin Bass stuff. Mm-hmm. It's more like kind of South Parky sort of like stop motiony type things. Yeah. Um, I think because obviously we were all brought up on like things like Mott. Yes. You know, and like um, and Walsh and Gromit indeed. So we kind of had appreciation for this, but I'd like to see it kept alive just to. Definitely. You know, keep it, it going. seems to be when you watch the trailer, it seems to be like they're sailing off the. It's a pig, isn't it? So the pig's almost like the Gromit character. Yes, uh, very much so. so yeah. Are they kind of going for it's a Neanderthal war and Gromit? Is that the, the, the kind of vibe you get from it? Not really, no. no. Not really, no. And I'm right in believing that you're not a fan of the uh, caveman either. I am not. No, as I just so like you call? I'll put it this way: it, it, it's the best film I've seen that has football as a central premise. Okay. Which. Find a good football film is pretty rare. You don't yeah. see many of them. No. Um, the Neanderthal stuff again. I have the same problem with any Neanderthal film, which is like they don't have to have stuff from our world in their world. It doesn't. It, it annoys me. I don't know why. Like yeah, it's like a cheap hook, isn't it? Aye. Like yeah. why do they have something that looks like a mobile phone? It's not a mobile phone. We know it's not a mobile phone. But the mobile phone thing you're doing this, the sort of messenger thing, is pretty funny. Okay. I did. I did quite enjoy it. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I give it six out of ten. Six out of ten. So, so that, young kids will like it. I perfectly passable film. Nothing bad. Just. Enjoy one. Well? Jill fell asleep in the first minute of it right. and woke up with a minute to go. That is, um, and then proceeded to snore three times through it to the point people actually laughed in the cinema at her snoring. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had to nudge her awake a couple of times just to go, like, I don't mind you sleeping, but don't snore. That's just that's rude. I just can't believe you've done it within a minute. I mean, that's that's the. <laughs> she literally watched the trailers and then put her head on my shoulder and it was out behind the, the sort of like the main title scene came up. <laughs> you know, so I kept her awake on popcorn, popcorn and sweets. Popcorn and sweets, that's how we've done it, yeah. 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 Right from that, yeah. <laughs> get that sugar level through there. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, one for the kids. I think it'll do well with like, among young kids. So if you got young kids, definitely want to take them to. Also, I think maybe you're getting a bit too old for it. I think maybe now. They liked um, Sean the Sheep. They, they all enjoyed. I enjoyed that as well. But I think that's. I mean, it sounds like Sean the Sheep was maybe a classic. Club, I think Sean the Sheep probably took it put a bit more effort. Yeah. Uh, under the radar, took some more effort and put it. Uh, just done something a bit different. Yeah. You know, a bit like Pirates did. You know, the Pirates, the yeah. Scientists. 
it done something a little bit a wee twist on it made it a bit more interesting yeah, yeah. the trailer uh, looks good I mean the trailer definitely uh, sells it as yeah. just 90 minutes of fun it is it, I mean there is a lot of fun in it no yeah. problem with fun in it just. and it's also came out at a time where no kids are off fucking school that's a bad type of row yeah, yeah absolutely but also there's not a lot apart from Coco there's not a lot of big animations out it's true it's true and yeah. it's like a different style altogether so yeah. it's kind of in its own wee market it could do well uh, and hopefully be the British film it'll do well yeah. I, like, I like to see it keep going yeah definitely we always root for the home crowd we do always root for home crowd and, ho- and we also root for things that are like are different yeah. and need to be kept alive and something and like that the home crowd are tight and bad and prom we don't care we don't care we don't pick high on we call on the film that you saw that I haven't seen and unfortunately I don't think I'll get to see but I'm actually quite intrigued by your review of it which is 12 Strong 12 Strong uh, directed by I don't know who directed Nikolai Directed Nothing actually is his first movie. This is his first movie. Yeah, he done a lot of like adverts and commercials oh, and that kind of stuff, short movies, but this is his first full feature. Okay, so starring. Leave that background first of all. Um I seen the trailer for this about probably about a month ago. Three or four weeks ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um and I instantly laughed and thought, haha, flag wave and that looks terrible, I'm not gonna go and see that. Um turned out last week I was at a loose end for a couple of hours mm. and I thought I'm gonna go and see it. And um yeah, I'm really, really glad I did. Uh, it stars um, everyone's favourite Avenger, the strongest Avenger, Thor. Thor, right. Thor's in it, Chris Hensworth, yep. uh, to give him his real name, uh, is in it. Uh, Michael Pena, and uh, our, our favourite Star Wars actor, Michael Sharon. Michael Sharon, yeah. He doesn't do a lot in it, I'm surprised. He's in the trailer quite a lot, though. He's not in the movie enough, though. No, um, okay. He doesn't do a lot in the movie. Oh, okay. um, but think about it, he's an older gentleman, would he be an action hero? It's true. Yeah. Okay. But he does play his role well. Okay. Um, the, the story is um, that apparently there's been recently, because of the classification of military files now, when the, the Twin Towers went down, um, they sent a squad into Afghanistan. So these were basically the first American troops sent into Afghanistan. Um, and it was a, a squadron of 12 men that were sent in, and they had to meet up with. Um, the Afghanistan Rebel Alliance. Um, Rebel Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Just rebels will do this thing rather than Rebel this, Alliance. This is my fucking Okay, story. okay, fair enough. Okay, okay, go, go. They're actually called the Northern Alliance. Okay. Rebel Alliance. <laughs> Rebel Alliance. Um, and they have to basically fight their way to a town to stop the Taliban from taking over this town, which will give them a stronghold. So they want to eliminate the Taliban. Hemsworth is the captain of the squad who's never been an active duty before um, and he basically puts forward his case as to why my squad should go in and, and kick ass his superior fucking rank officer says you can do it and he hooks up with the Rebel Alliance's like kind of non-Mothma characters he's <laughs> um, not a Star Wars he's <laughs> not a Star Wars and together they basically go and kind of fight the Taliban step by step to take over this town they're only one squad Correct. It's 12 men. 12 men. 12 men. Um, they were also called the Horse Soldiers because they got into Afghanistan with their fancy weapons and stuff like that. And basically, you know, Afghanistan, none of that shit matters. You fucking ride a horse with ATV. Uh-huh. Um, so they ended up, you know, here's a horse, get in a fucking horse, ride a horse with John Wayne. And they, they, they really did ride horses and stuff like that. Um, fought their way to this town and it, it, it's obviously not fucking, it's a true story, so I'm not going to spoil anything. And, you know, successfully bought off the Taliban from getting a foothold in uh-huh. Afghanistan. At that point in time, which would have been about 12, 13 years ago, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. it was, you know, we can do this, we'll show the world, we're Americans and stuff like that, and unfortunately Afghanistan just now is in just as much of a fucking state as it was then. So the ideal was there, and, and you know, the, the, the kind of flag waving was there, but 
it didn't quite work out because they're still fighting another war. Yeah, yeah. It's where the empires go to die, though, Afghanistan. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it does reference that a lot. You know, we've been at war for Brit- two thousand years. years. We've seen it, and eventually you just become another tribe in Afghanistan. Yeah, Mongolians went in there. there. Genghis Khan went in there. Russians went in there. British went in there. Yeah. Everyone went in there. No one beats Afghanistan. In terms of, kind it, it, it doesn't. It doesn't preach too much. It's an action movie. You know, like, is it sort of like uh, um, similar to something like um, Lone Survivor? Kinda, yeah. Well, um, survive much of that. Gazi one, I would say it's more similar. Yeah, I think that was in Gazi, that one, yeah. It's kind of yeah. like that. Um, you watch it? Oh, that's a I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought yeah. to that. Um, you know, Hemsworth is, is a handsome man, charismatic as fuck, and he does the action stuff really well. well. Michael Pena is really funny, and I, um, still does that stuff, and he's funny, and Shannon, you know, plays the, the grizzled wise, you know, kind of soldier, and he plays his part amazingly well, too. And, Overall, I, I properly enjoyed it. I came out like, fuck, that, that is so good. Um, right, right, it's one of those films, like, I, I wish I'd seen it in 4DX, yeah. because every gunshot is, is such a solid sound. You know, right, yeah. Can imagine, you know, like, in, in 4D that would resonate. It'd be smelling the gunpowder, basically, yeah. Yeah, it really is. The, the, I mean, it takes a good 60 minutes to kind of really get... It's a chunky film, I saw the tra- it's a 130 minutes, it's a good two hours, it's a chunky film. Um, and it takes about 60 minutes, you know, before shit happens, but yeah. when it does happen, it, it kind of ramps up really quickly, and it doesn't really slow down a lot. Does it adhere to a lot of the sort of cliches of war movies, you know, the, the, the... The love interest. Back home and all that kind of stuff. Not too much. Not too much, They yeah. say goodbye to their loved ones, they do their tour, and it doesn't really go back to their loved ones. Oh, that's good, then. That's, so they're not, they're, you don't see them phoning home at the last no, minute to try and do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. a lot of that. Girlfriend's husband is fighting for your freedom and all that. Yeah, that kind of stuff, yeah, yeah. What kind of gives you a respectful view of the Afghanistan people. Which I think is important, Because yeah. Americans are, you know, if you... Yeah, not everyone over there is in the Taliban. Yeah, exactly. They, 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 they were occupied by the Taliban the same, you know, in, yeah. in yeah. an awful way. They, they wanted to try and beat them as well. It really gives you that sense. You do feel that. There's one scene in particular where the Taliban are doing something and you fucking see them. And you get behind, you know, the alliance, the rebel alliance, who are flying in the X-Wings to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> I think if a Death Star pops um, up in this. Yeah, you, you, you. <laughs> Dude, don't remain. No, 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 no. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, I'm starting to think that Colin fell through two movies and he's just. I, I bet if you were to see 12, 12, uh, 12 strong, fell asleep, he woke up in Star Wars was on and he sat and watched it. <laughs> that was Rebel Alliance. I didn't know fucking how much Hamill did in this I'm film. I'm sure when Adam was called Batman, I'm just. Okay. <laughs> But no, it does. It, get, you know, it, it does really make a clear line. You know, uh, Afghanistan's aren't all fucking Taliban. They yes. had their army that were fighting as hard as you want to fight them as well, and you get a sense that. And like, no one was more surprised than me at how much. I yeah, you, you, were, we probably last week, and you were kind of mocking it yeah, quite openly. Yeah, totally. And I came out proper. You know. Out of ten. Out of ten, I would give it seven and a half. Seven and a half. Good solid. Good solid war movie. Which for a film I didn't want to fucking see. It's enjoyable, yeah. yeah. Really, you know, what a turnaround. And I like when a film does it for me. I totally went thinking this is fresh. I'm here to kill time. And I came out thinking, fucking wow, you know, well done you. So it's seven and a half out of ten. Moving on to the film. It's out a couple of weeks now, but I think it came around the cinema now for the next couple of weeks again because of the fact it's now getting nominated for all the Oscars. This is an Oscar-baiting film. Oscar-baiting film. Um, it's a film called The Darkest Hour. Yep. Directed by Joe Wright, do you know who Joe Wright is? Um, Peter Wright's brother. No, uh, we might be. Uh, directed a film called Atonement. Oh, right, Keira Knightley. Keira Knightley, a film called The Solo, uh, Soloist. Oh, we fucking, I hate him so Jimmy Fox. fucking much. You know what? Fair enough, I know. But, do you see who he's... Um, Katie Holmes. Wait, I don't know how I feel about it. So it's been guessed about a year and a half now. Have they? Yeah. 
Why didn't Katie tell you? Because Katie tell you. Um, we also had a film called Pan last year. Remember the one? Um, oh, yeah. Jason Peter Pan. Peter Pan, yeah. The no, one Peter Pan. Yes. That was fucking dreadful. That was a dreadful movie, I agree, yes. Yeah. Um, well, he's been back to his historical, he's back to his sort of like biopicy after doing like a tournament and soloist. Not soloist. Um, he did um, Anna Krenner as well. Anna Krenner. I've not seen that. Um, so you can back to sort of, back to the well, essentially. Okay. Um, in the film, you've got, basically, the plot of the film is about. Churchill at the start of the war, yes, 1939, so yeah. early on in the war. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not prime minister at this point, at the very start of the film. He basically takes on the prime ministership because basically they put him in. They put him in to fail because, because of what no commentary. Similar to the one they have in Star Wars. Similar to the one they have in Star Wars. Yeah. Are you saying that Neville? Are you saying that Neville Chamberlain is Jar Jar Binks? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, 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 <laughs> 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 all we can see is fucking Star Wars. Lucas had vision beyond what you're talking about. That's yeah. all I'm fucking yeah. saying. Churchill's installed as prime minister, a vote of no conflict against the current prime minister, Neville Chamberlain. The opposition would agree on. But he was pretty much brought in to fail. Yeah. The Brahmin also they assumed he can only negotiate a peace deal with Germany at this point in time because British troops are on the run because of Germany. The Nazis are basically yeah. rampaging through France, yeah. um, and it's basically so the, maybe the two weeks before, up two weeks before and up to Dunkirk. Dunkirk. And after this is almost, um, I, I would say this is a side piece to Dunkirk. As much as I Dunkirk, it would be a good double bill. Really, it could go well, really yeah, well. yeah, a good double bill. Yeah. Um, you've got Gary Oldman playing Churchill. Winston Churchill. You've got Lily James from Baby Driver. These guys over the sea. He was one of our prime ministers way back. Way back in the day. We've got Lily James playing um, his secretary. She's in Baby Driver. I like her. She's also Cinderella. She's in Cinderella. Cinderella. Well, yeah. You've got Ben Mendelsohn. She was also in um, Pride Prejudice and Zombies, wasn't she? She was, yes. Yeah, I like her. You've got Ben Mendelsohn. Who was in Star Wars? Who was in Star Wars? (laughs) No, he was in Rogue One. A Star Wars story. Um, I didn't recognise him in this film for some reason. Actually, I, I, I knew he was in it. I didn't recognise him at all. Who was he in it? He plays King George. That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was at Kristen, Kristen Scott Thomas. Really playing uh, Churchill's wife. Yeah. Um, what do you think of it, Colm? Uh, I went in again. This, see, I'm a dick. He doesn't like, doesn't like history. I, I, don't, I, I don't like history. I don't, I don't like drama. Yeah. Um, I don't like historical drama. So, <laughs> It's doing nothing for him. This was, um, I think I went to see this on a Friday where I was kind of in between hooking up with somebody and doing nothing and had a day off work and I thought, fuck, how can I kill time? I suppose I'd better go see this shit movie because it was nothing else. Yeah. And do you know what? Oldman fucking blew me away. Oldman delivers in a big, a, big ass way. I mean, yeah. like, wow. And it's, it's not only the performance. The prosthetics, yeah, were, were amazing because it doesn't look like he's been made up. It doesn't. It looks like he put on weight. Yeah. yeah. I think he did. He put on some weight, but not yeah. all the weight. But I mean, okay. like yeah. the hair and the face and the liver yeah. spots, the, the, the job they've done on him was utter. Do you remember the film J. Edgar was out a few years ago? With um, J. Edgar, with DiCaprio playing Jagger Hoover? I didn't watch it, I started to The problem with that film is um, DiCaprio's makeup. Yeah. Is kind of is very off-putting. You can tell it's yeah. makeup, and because of that you're taking out the film. Yeah, yeah. That never happened in this. No, not at no, all. No. I mean, what a, he needs to. If he doesn't win the Oscar, that there's <laughs> something wrong somewhere with the system. That's it. I can't think of any better performances in the last twelve months apart from him. I'm not saying it was a perfect movie. No, no, definitely not. For sure not. But his performance was. What do you think? We'll get to rates later on. But it's definitely a three-star film with a five-star performance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
as a power, as, I mean, Oman's been great in pretty much everything he's ever been in. There's yeah. no doubt Oman's one of the best actors we've ever played. Like, yeah, Britain. I could retire in this and be. Yeah, oh, but this is this seems like a proper a powerhouse. Like a film is built around him to be this performance, mm. and without this performance in this film, the film would falter me heavily. I think so. And I'd mention out earlier on in the, uh, 2017. I was going to ask how does it now, was, yeah, give me a comparison. Was yeah. Churchill? I actually preferred Brian Cox his overall performance as Churchill which sounds weird but I think that film was weaker overall right. and his performance I'm trying to think of the words to describe it his performance was excellent in that film it felt more real but the film was brought down because of the general premise of that film mm-hmm. this film Gary Oldman is a great performance the film is slightly be- is, is better than Churchill because that elevates both performance as well even though, even though it's a three star film I would say Churchill the first one was a two star film with a four-star performance, a five-star performance, yeah. so it's only a three-star. This is a right, three-star, so it makes it feel a better film overall. The only thing that I felt really let down by was, um, what about well, the, the subway scene? Dude, as I've written down, me and um, Stuart as we're talking about this, mm-hmm. and it's like, you write the film up to a certain point, and there's a scene on the subway, the underground. Which is fabricated. Total bullshit. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you believe this film, you believe that the entire war effort was came down to a bunch of East End of fucking Cockneys deciding to go to war, yeah, well, which I'm not having yeah, at all. I mean, everything up until then enough. It was pretty accurate, yeah. Historically, like, you know, I'm sure there's papers and shit and speeches that there was grafted from, and then they just put in this middle bit, and it's like... Why are you making shit up? Yeah, it felt so... This story is so fantastic yeah. on its own that, that, you know, you don't need to fucking do that It bit. felt that, that was almost like a, 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 the, like, sort of the Hollywood part of it, the Hollywood, yeah. almost like Hollywood wanted to something to, like, sort of, like, show almost a great... I mean, the, 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 the film, the, the, the premise itself of a guy going against his government, going against his advisors to say, I know what we can do and now we will do this. And I know for the best, this is what will be good for the country. A guy who at that point in time was still racked by the guilt of things at um, Dunkirk, not Dunkirk, um, Gallipoli. Yeah, Gallipoli. He yeah. was a, sort of the master of, of, of Gallipoli yeah. and the reference that in the film, yeah. but he still stuck to the gun and he knew what to do and he's the only guy from the entire British government who went, this guy is a fucker and I do not want to deal with him. We should not deal with him. We should not submit to this guy. Yeah. And everyone else Government saying no, we can probably negotiate a peace deal, all that kind of stuff. He stood on himself, pretty much by himself, yeah. to do it. That's not a good enough story. They have to put this yeah, really this bullshit yeah, scene in it that makes no sense whatsoever. And, yeah, take that scene out, and it would have been, it would have been a four-star. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Promise, I think. Um, but on the plus side, um, we, we all we all know the speech, and we all knew it was going to happen. Yeah. But when he did do that, he delivers it well. Fucking hell. Do you feel proud to be, you know, part of this wee nation? Oh, it does. It feels like, it feels like, I mean, as much as being Scottish and being British can be something that sort of, it's a, it's a constant battle there of being Scottish mm-hmm. and British. That is a moment you feel like Britain, Britain did stand as its own country Absolutely. and it felt like a real moment of like, right. real triumph. Like, so you know exactly what he's going to okay. say, but you know, he doesn't. He's like, fuck yeah 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 you know, it felt fucking and it felt like something you want to show almost to people who are in government that's now going this is what government should be yeah. for it's about standing up against oppression it's not yeah. about in some way facilitating it which is what yeah. government seems to be right now it's like yeah. you know it's like put a division between us and them you know it's either us and them but only if them are bad and they them right now aren't bad if North Korea and South Korea could fucking bury the hatchet in modern times so can fucking us in England yeah exactly yeah South Korea and North Korea are putting a hockey team in the Olympics a, a joint hockey team you know come on yeah. fantastic fantastic yeah
as we just be really directed by Alexander Payne, starring Matt Damon. Matt Damon. We've also got Christoph Waltz in it. Mm. We've also got who else in it? Um, Christian Wiggs in it. Christian Wiggs in it. Yes. Yeah, Sudeikis is in it. Just Sudeikis uh, is in it. Sudeikis is in it. Small role in it, but yeah, it was nice to see Sudeikis. Also, Hong Chow is in it as well. Neil Patrick Harris. He yes. popped up for a minute. Laura Dern popped up for a minute in it as well. I'd be so fucking you know. happy. I was like a child and I was like a big and yeah. shit. I was like, oh my so, God. My thoughts are on record right now, so I'll, we, I can go back to him later on. But we'll talk about with Barry. He's not spoke much just now. Yep. Um, what do you think about Barry? Mainly because like, you look like bald Matt Damon. For, the, for that brief scene, <laughs> if anyone wants to hire a Matt Damon lookalike in bad lighting for that one scene, I'll happily turn it up. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've both been calling the exact I don't know if you'll change your Twitter um, um, like picture to Matt Damon in that film. <laughs> I've recently changed it back. Have your heart oh, again. Oh, it's only funny for like about a week. Dude, I'm not sure. Yeah. Episode 600 for still. You know, it's a good premise. It's got like a black mirror premise about it. Very much so, yeah, definitely black mirror, yeah. But it just kind of seems to lose its way, I think. Yeah. And. Uh, and the third act, you think? Uh, when you go to Norway? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, maybe just over the halfway mark I started finding myself my concentration was really struggling to you want to know but after the first it's about an hour it's about maybe, 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 maybe how long is it 100 minutes just under 2 hours yeah. so after 100 no, hours it's just over it's 2 hours it's uh, 2 hours and 15 it's 2 hours downside but maybe after the first hour of the film yeah you start to wonder where's this going yeah yeah and you start to wonder what's the end game of this film yeah yeah and then um, when he meets the uh, the Capua Freedom Fighter and I was about like fuck off don't go down this avenue and then sure enough they went down that avenue and I'm like god damn it but she was the best thing in the film she was the best thing in the film but I just felt it was such a kiss it was too easy like even I picked up on where it was going and I'm like nah you picked up, so even when they got to Norway you knew where it was going not when they got to Norway <laughs> but I just I mean like the love interest yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, I was yeah. just like oh fuck off yeah. like, don't, don't go there it's too easy but something that I didn't understand was like obviously when they go into the downsizing world the real world money Perhaps, like hundred, yeah, yeah, like astronomical yeah. in the small world. But yet, when it, when he gets a divorce from his wife, because she fucks off back to the real world, he suddenly ends up in a shitty apartment because working in a the first settlement. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's the best way to say that to him. But once you take the first settlement, so obviously he, he's battered, he's battered for something more, and, and she basically took him more from all his worth. Yeah. Well, see, there, there was a problem as well with the story. There was a lot of kind of like, bits where things were coming kind of dead ended but it wasn't really like evolving that like bit of the story it was like here's a scene because I never really understood why he was signing that bit of paper I thought that was something to do with the fact that she had went back, off. back to the real world and he was there and they were like a cat couple no because it says it says it says it says the the entire movie at this point in time <laughs> um, <laughs> no no because you know my feeling still stands like, <laughs> like only over an hour into it and I was already starting to wander and wanting to do something else and yeah. I was kind of just galloping through going come on, come on, get to the end of the Norway bits I thought visually looked a bit weird like, it felt out, out it, of place yeah it felt fake and yeah. I was like 
and I was struggling on it, and I was like, right, is this we bought in the real world, or is this in this like small world? Aye. And my brain just couldn't piece it together, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? That's the problem I have with the whole film. The whole film is called downsizing, right? Yeah, yeah. Once it once it get downsized, because everything then is to scale. Yeah. There's almost there's no almost apart from a couple of wee tiny moments of like moments we go they are actually small. Yeah. Like when you pick up the flower, that's one because the flower's bigger. Everything else is, is totally in scale, so you don't you don't really get a whole point of like he's smaller. It's just it's a world they're living in. Yes. They can easily make this film the same way. If rather than go downsizing to, to nothing and, and going to this sort of run world, the Henry's wife decided to move to Mongolia mm. and raise yam, raise like fucking llamas. Yeah, yeah. And at the last minute, she backs out and fucks off. Mm. It'd be the same film if they were yeah. if you if you live in Mongolia. I was going about it. So you, you weren't a huge fan of the the ending and no. also the scale. Anything else you did anything you disliked or liked about it? Uh, the thing I disliked about it was when Neil Patrick Harris turned up at the early stages of the movie and he was kind of given the introduction to the small one. Like the hard sell. And it, his whole kind of rousing speech and all that just took me back to that holiday in Vegas where the kind of same kind of scenario was happening with a company trying to sell us a timeshare with a holiday condo and it just someone look at you Barry tells me you cannot afford a Vegas condo no especially even if you downsize even if you you're not buying a Vegas condo especially when you're in Vegas for a three day punk festival dressed like you're going to a three day punk festival yeah you're not a man who looks like you've got money in anywhere at all no 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 out of ten, what do you think? What do you give it overall? I don't know it's a cat. It's a weird one because I love the I love the premise and the and the, and the Hong Chow in it as well. It's, yeah. it's phenomenal, yeah. But I'm gonna give it a six. Six. I'm gonna give it a six. Six is solid. Um, I think I gave it a seven. So I mean, I'm roughly yeah. along the time with you. It's it's a it's a movie, but I just feel it's it's it kind of lost its way a little bit and just didn't really develop the story after. The halfway point. It felt missed up a missed opportunity yeah. to me. Yeah. Colsey, what do you think of it? It needed a Charles Brook. Charles uh, hi, Charles Brook sprinkling on it. Yes. That's what I need. What sprinkling? Charlie Brooker. Charlie Brooker, yeah. Guy done black um black mirror. Okay. Um right, I'm I'm obviously I always be used here because I thought it was fucking reasonable. <laughs> um <laughs> God. Yeah. The man who hated the post but loves downsizing. It's, 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 it's impossible to judge this man. Which means we all know that 12 Strong is utter awful. You know, he's, just, he's, a, he's a dark horse. He's a dark horse, yeah. He's coming in. He is ju- you never know. Yeah, he's just no, constantly surprises you. Really? The man who hates Paddington probably. Yeah, that's what he actually got a man he is. I love Paddington. You wounded me there. So, we can probably all three can agree the first hour is insanely enjoyable. No, I thought all of it. I thought. You keep saying the story too. I thought they were going to develop the relationship with him realising that his upstairs neighbour is a pure party animal I thought that's the kind of route he was going to go but then he doesn't even do that either and you're like why why, yeah. why would you do that when the story that's, that's, that's what you get to the point at of that like, point he's a kind of single bachelor he's on a date with a pure fucking square like Matt Damon High was insanely funny though yeah, yeah that was really good he, yeah. Does, he, does, he, does, he does high insanely well yeah he's like, really funny fuck me, that, was yeah. Yeah. that was barely a laugh funny no, that's, that's actually the first hour we can agree we yes. both all really enjoyed you I, enjoyed I, the second hour so imagine what made the what made the for example don't ruin the finale what made the finale work for you out of interest 
I don't see why people are saying, you know, it's a, it kind of goes off the rails. Do you know it's, it's deta- I kind of got it, you know. Like it's detached from the rest of the film, you don't think so. It, then it's, like, it's a completely different narrative. Because you can kind of see it, the whole point at the start of the film is we need to make people small because of conservation, because of the yeah. planet. Oh, sorry. At the end, sorry. This is, sorry, this is, this is, sorry. This is my biggest gripe about this movie was the whole reason for doing this uh, downsizing thing it was to kind of reduce the like, carbon footprint yeah, yes yeah. but also even within that small world where you expect everyone to get a level playing field it doesn't, doesn't yeah, yeah, it's all the it's the same problems but just smaller <laughs> which is the point yeah, yeah. It takes and, and that's what kind of annoyed me about the movie like leading towards the end like in your lap no, we're just we're, we're never learning and then when that so you reckon like in the end of the film where it, where it ends up that society will be the same exact same way well where that's you... when these uh, upscale flat pal gave them that kind of speech and it really holds true when they decided the, the original colony were going into that yeah. like, secret bunker thing and he gives them uh, the speech about how they're just going to end up murdering themselves yeah. in Which, a cave and I was just like I was just like, it's fucking true. Like, yeah, it, at it, no point in history have we ever went, well, it's just not doing the sticks. I just say, it's, it's just true, absolutely true. But it feels an odd ending. It feels like, it feels like, it feels like a left turn ending. I, I got it. It, it, it. I mean, the point is, you downsize to reduce the carbon footprint because the planet's getting fucked. Yeah. By the end of the movie, without spoiling it, the planet's getting fucked and what happens happens to stop the planet's getting fucked. But they ultimately, Big or small, as Barry said, shit, shit. Do you know what I mean? It's like you start out going into this perfect fucking society. You go from a 40 grand salary to being 12.5 million. Shit goes wrong, and suddenly you're back doing a fucking call centre job, a job you didn't in normal anyway, and you start to see class systems breaking down. So the whole fucking utopian side just becomes this fucking like, 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 How would the film change, like I said, if I said all that happened was that Matt Damon got divorced after moving to Mongolia to raise llamas? Would it have been a fundamentally different film? No. It, 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 you can put that message in any fucking film. Yeah, but like, it makes it cooler because it's a wee small people. But you don't see any of the small people, that's the point. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I did, but even when it showed you, it took you out of the middle. Yeah. I still got the sense of scale. Yeah. Well, it, it, when they showed us a scale, it was fine. Even but there was so little of it, it was, it no, was lost. See, but you see him standing in the middle of the house, right? But I still always I felt like I was in this world with him. Always. I, I never got took out of it. I don't I, maybe it's just me, but I, I did like the joke that they can nurse woman done at the start when he first kind of woke up and the new and they brings, the, brings the cracker through and I'm just like you know that is a joke that someone would do in real life yeah 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 it felt, it felt real yeah, that moment yeah. felt real and there was moments like this is a really weird thing because I'm kind of ragging on this film a little bit mm. I gave it 7 out of 10 you gave it 6 so we both enjoyed the film to a certain yeah. degree and mostly but just to me it's a missed it felt like a missed opportunity it felt like the film could have been so much more than what it actually was I thought it was everything but I thought it was going to be right. possibly more I, I really Underwhelmed by the fact that they pushed on the Jason Sudeikis role and he was only there for like two minutes. But he only had to be there for two minutes. Tristan Wig. Again, she she done her part. She was yeah, there to she, do. Yeah, she done her part. But it was no reconciliation between them two. Not even not even. You had the moment when she leaves. Yeah. You've had to sign divorce. 
she's never present in the film after that moment. I feel like I, I, feel like you, feel need, I think you needed something between them two again. Yeah. It would have been nice if there was a bit of a kind of cut back to her being back in the real world. Like, is she doing better in the real world? Is she doing shit in the real world? No, no. The divorce to send the paper. So there's shit happens. Obviously there is, but I want to see something between the two of them. And also, I want to see how she did after. Like, is she... And she worked out worse or better. Was she right to, to not yeah. go for it? Was she wrong to not go for it? But this is this is you How long does an eyebrow take to grow back? That as well. Why can they not drink milk? I don't know why. No why. Because they can. the bacteria and they've got wee baby stomachs. The bacteria yeah, is too big for wee baby stomachs. Yeah. But that can be something they developed later on, but they didn't develop it again. No. In the very beginning, when Matt first like goes in and they start shaving. After they knock him out and they start right. shaving his legs and all they stick something up his ass to clean him out and I think that's when they're taking out all the kind of gut bacteria right. and all that. Good, and I think, point. I'm only assuming yeah. like, that's kind of where it comes from. Because like milk and cheese and stuff is like a natural product, yeah. it's obviously going to have stuff in it. Could be. Maybe they just can't downsize that. Yeah. Well, they just say they can't downsize animals, kind of apart from the kind of do, apart from no, the. Not um, inorganic. They can downsize it. Wait. They can't do insects and fish or something. They said. No, they do mention that they can't do insects. Yeah. yeah. Are we interested? Just random question of the plane part. If you could be downsized, would you do it? I would. Do it. Well, you're already about four foot two, so I mean that's not like a difference. <laughs> <laughs> Colm, in 1972, Colm was six foot four, you know? <laughs> downsize. Would you do it? Would you do it, Barry? Would you downsize? Well, as the kind of film portrayed, it's all the... Financially kind of... beneficial to you for you to do yeah. so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But the whole kind of saving the planet thing, it's just a whole pile of bullshit. Yes. It's like your carbon footprint is reducing, but it's not reducing in us. Like, if I, even if the whole entire world downsized... We would still be making this car a carbon footprint that's in relation to the size of us. Uh-huh. Not an inch scale to the earth, though. That would be like fucking fishing the wind, you know what I mean? But then I think we'd become even more sloppier as it went on because we'd all have the notion of, well, we're only, we're so, we're, we're only a half an inch tall, tall, we can do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. yeah. And as, like, that, like I said, the whole, the whole thing where. It means to be this perfect utopia, but as we all know, going through time, there's no such thing. Yeah. And it's you go in there, and it's rich, medium class, poor, and then you've always got a caste system. Yeah. Simple as that. Always fucking. Up. We're, we're we're all kind of glossing over her performance. What's her name? Hong Chow. She was. This is that's American. She is American. Yes, yeah, American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was That's right, she's she talking about relation. fucking Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you fuck me? How you fuck me? It's like, yeah. Just everything about her face, the yeah. pain in her face, and the anguish, and she's just, just wow, man. Listen, I would. She's a she was. She was getting noted for one point for a, a support actress Oscar. She she's not. She, it's a shame. It's a shame, yeah. It's not deserve it. When Matt Damon was given a, like a stump massage, oh. at any point, because I was thinking it, were you thinking. He's gonna fucking kiss that thing. Yeah, I, I mean, that's when my mind instantly, I'm going, he's gonna, he, he gonna lick the stump. He's gonna rub himself against that stump. That's, that's, that's what I thought. That is, uh, he was just massaged it too well, and to the point where I was going, 
just give it a like, big man. Yeah, yeah. Just give it yeah. a hug. I mean, for a while, let's just do it, see what happens, you know? Let's just take it. Also, that was very Weinstein, the way he kind of just leaned in and kissed her, then went, oh, I saw you about that. I, I, did, I feel that as well, I feel like in this world just now where we are sort of very, Whoops. yeah, I feel very much like he's just sort of like, the first kiss of the is him enforcing on it. She sort of has to react to it, as opposed to her being sort of anyway initiating or sort of being an equal part of it. Yeah, I felt that a little bit as well. Um, Damien's performance used both kind of hot. It was maybe not his best. Of the I thought it was stuff. solid. I yeah, thought it was. I thought it was I, solid. I was digging his dad bod. It made me feel good. I feel myself. I enjoyed him being high. I yeah. liked him a lot. I, I thought, thought it was. Aye, he does every man. And he's, he's just Jason Bond. Well, but he does every man as well. He, he is sort of a little bit. He is going a little bit, and not in a bad way. Sort of Tom Hanksy, yeah, yeah, where he can play the sort of everyman very well, and yeah. I'm kind of okay with him doing everyman because we kind of need an everyman if we don't have enough of them. You know, we have too many big, massive, like sort of like superhero kind guys who go, like, I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, yeah, Damon yeah. sort of went opposite direction. He sort yeah. of put a bit of gut on. You go like, I recognise it. I know that guy. That yeah. guy probably is me. You know, that that's that, I recognise him. Right, that's why I say, I would. Because I want the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a, you know what? Whatever we earn, downsizing, we're still poor. <laughs> yeah, you're still, you're still living outside the wall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you worth your mass fortune. Yeah. yeah, but I still want the more what money. I, I want more zeros in my bank account. Is what I want. I'll tell you a story after we stop recording. Yeah. It'll, um, it'll probably make you cry and laugh the same I did. On the flip of that. Is Christoph Waltz becoming a caricature of Christoph? Yes, yes, yes. That's a problem. I love Christoph Waltz. He's a double Oscar winner, clearly, you know. But there are times I feel like he, he's been asked to do a Christoph Waltz performance. He's lampooning himself. Yes, to then make you do it. Almost a like, Kind of, yeah. Yeah, which is a shame because. I feel like he can do more. And when he has tried to branch out, it's sort of, not branch out, but he's like, he was in the Bond film, didn't really work. I thought Udo Kier done better performance than Christopher Rolston. Udo Kier I thought was very much channeling that director, the one who done, um, fuck, I forget his name now. Was it Wade Snap? Who? Wade Snap. No, the guy, the German director, um, done Grizzly Man. I don't know who it is. Ah, should we touch you out, can't um, I? I thought his performance was better than Waltz, and when you're kind of looking at your oddball European, Waltz is yeah. he, he's your go-to, and for yeah, him yeah. to be outdone by someone else, you're like, oh, yeah. he It felt weak. Not yeah. weak, it felt like he was doing a, it. Is, it is a I've seen him do it again. I've seen him do it before and he'll do it again. When he gets his last, when he's kind of grinning, staring at him after uh, he's fucking, you know what I mean? It, you cannot have a like this, but there is a lot more. Like, oh, this is... Yeah, I've seen him do it before. Waltz dialed up to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you give it a 10 out of interest? Um, I give it an 8.5. 9.5? 8.5. 8.5. So, we're not that far off because I'm 7, you're 6, you're 8.5. So we're all. Yeah, like, we're in the cat ballpark of each other. Yeah. I think it, it kind of almost comes down to domestic preference. Yes, you do, yeah. But the problem is, I'm coming off the back of finishing the latest season of Black Mirror. Yeah. And, oh man, what a TV show. I've only watched the first episode so far of the, oh, um, the USS. Kelvin? Yeah. Not Kelvin. That wasn't... That was some dark, dark shit yeah, in that one, yeah. I'm not a huge Star Trek fan, so the problem is all the kind of like... All the kind of, I got the premise yeah. of that episode, but a lot of it, I just didn't vibe with the whole Star Trek thing. I, that's just a thing. Yeah, yeah personal, personal thing, yeah. personal But there was... A, I think my favourite episodes were two and three, I think. I'm, I'm going to watch them some point soon, so don't ruin any of them. I've no, heard, no, heard no, 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 I won't, I won't. But honestly, I just... Once again, it's a personal thing with me. I thought those episodes were a lot better. So, you're bit watching this downsizing is a good, but it's not. It could be a great Black Mirror episode oh, if done right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, we've gone from that one. So, downsizing, Colin loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah. Barry thought, thought it was alright. I thought it was 
good enough with a bad ending. So it's worth watching though. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't let these judge each other. No, it's a good premise. It's a good premise. Yeah. Um, so last film, I think you guys have seen it. I think you've seen a little bit of it. <laughs> uh, the film called The Shape of Water, which is Guillermo's Guillermo del Toro. Um, that's the best sex film, is it? It's, it's Hellboy, Guide on Hellboy, Pan's Labyrinth, Crimson Peak, Hellboy 2, uh, okay. Devil's Backbone. That's why you were saying, well, you mentioned it's very much like what you said the game you liked. Uh, Bioshock, yeah. Sort of similar to that. You get a 1950s strong 60s vibe yeah. and I can't modern. Is that a kind of steampunk? Yeah, steampunk, yeah, yeah, steampunk. Steampunk, yeah. So the plot of this film basically is there's a, 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 a government facility. Where uh, Sally Hawkins works in it, she is a care, like sort of like a, a cleaning lady. Mm. In this facility, they ha- in this facility, the part that they have the creature from the Black Lagoon. That's what it is. She's she's deaf. She's yeah. mute. She's yeah. mute, not deaf. She's okay. mute. Right. Um, and basically, her and the creature from the Black Lagoon fall in love. And because they fall in love, she wants to bust them out of this this place, and that's where the story goes from there. E.T. the fish. It's E.T. with more bathtub masturbation and more fish fucking. You feel that is what, that is what it was lacking from E.T. I'm not sold for this movie, but yeah. even less so now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you've got Sally Hawkins in it, you've got Olivia Spencer, uh, Olivia... Spencer? Octavia Spencer. Yeah. From Help. Yeah. Uh, Michael Shannon. Yep. You've also got Doug Jones playing the feature of Black Lagoon. Who seems to, he's had news for, for Graham Wilson. Yeah, he's very much so, yeah. 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 Uh, Richard, Richard Jenkins as well, really good actor as well. I genuinely went in a little bit of a bit of intrepidation with this because I felt like much like Del Toro's movies they're very much visually phenomenal mm. always stunning to look at but narratively do sometimes lack a lot you know something still doesn't quite work as well Crimson Peak for example Pacific Rim for example as yeah, well yeah. Um, they managed to squeeze out a sequel of Pacific Rim we'll discuss it in a lot of the earlier so there is that point where he makes stunning looking films but maybe sacrifice a little bit of narrative which is sometimes you can get sometimes actually you can get by with that sometimes you can't something like Pan's Labyrinth for example has got both great spectacle beautiful story as well yeah, works yeah. I think Hellboy 2 is a, is a phenomenal movie Hellboy as well 1 and 2 1 and 2 but 2 particularly is a fantastic film story visually stunning looking like but great and he's a guy who could do Hellboy properly I feel like he's, I mean I'm intrigued by the new Hellboy but that felt, that felt like my Hellboy when I was watching it, you know. Anyway, moving on from that. This film is, it's, a, it's, it's again, stunning to look at. I get, but this time the story works. And it works so well. It's a complete homage to just cinema in general. Like the 1950s, 1940s romantic cinema. Yes. It homages that all the way through. And to me, it really struck a chord. It, it really got to me right, 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 right in a right heartstring. Um, Sally Hawkins the one I've talked about earlier on she could pip Frances McDormand for an Oscar sure I mean I, I, I think she fucked a fish she did fuck a fish man there's no doubt about that she does uh, yeah, exactly. um, but the, to, to do the performance that she is you know she's, she's playing mute but the emotion she gets across by doing that mm. it's something that Oscar people or Academy Awards nomin- um, voters they love that kind of stuff I was did you no, cry? There's a welling up of tears in the film, yes. Yeah, itchy throat. Itchy throat, <laughs> lump in the throat. But there's so much heart to the film. I didn't really get. I didn't really feel at any time sad. It's a, a real, it's a proper, it's a, it's a real proper love story. 
the best thing you compare it to would probably be Beauty and the Beast. Okay. That's probably the closest thing you can reveal it to. Yeah. You know, compare it to is it, sort of, it has that same idea of like, you know someone you know falling in love with something like beyond human. Yeah. Do you mean the Ron Perlman Beauty and the Beast? I mean the any Beauty and the Beast. Okay. All of them. It's the same story. Um, same story, yeah. The Belle of if you will. Um, but yeah, Hawkins. I feel. I don't think she will. But the idea that I saw three billboards not like yourself, and I couldn't see anyone else going like beyond. Frankly, the only she's the winner. There's no yeah. question about that. This to me is throwing a little bit of span on the works. Right, I think so Hawkins could do it. Here's one for you. Then. So, so nope. the, Sorry, the only obvious mute character I can think of that's kind of lost the love was Holly Hunter in the piano. Yes. Give me a comparison. It's as good as that. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Because it's every bit of emotion she has in the film. Is she's got to convey it's visually. visually yeah. She's sign language, she does sign language and people reiterate what she's saying in the subtitles on the screen something when she's talking, like sort of doing the sub the, the thing. Like fantasy. Yeah. yeah. But everything she does is, is all through the face. And the love story between them two is in pure silence because he can't talk, she can't talk. So everything is purely just visual and it's it's pure emotion. Is it this is asking stupid questions. I feel like Dixon type. Is he amphibious or aquatic? He can do both. He can he can, he can work live in, he, he can, can he can adapt in and out. He can't live outside the water for too long. He can not survive outside the water, yes. Yes, he's an amphibian, yeah, he can live. Yes. Pretty much the way you think Aquaman should be. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually saying Aquaman, yeah, but he's not. I've kind of read some early reports that Michael Shannon is a bit kind of ham-fisted with the role he's given. I disagree. I disagree. I like Michael Shannon in this film. He plays... This film is... He's, he's military. He's, he's a military. Yeah. This film is, like I said before, it's a complete throwback to 1940s, 1950s cinema. So he plays that type of bad guy. Is it villain played the film? Yes. Movie? Yeah. yeah. So he plays that role the way he should play it, like a, a 1940s bad guy, where he is the bad guy. He is... Is he a Jimmy Cagney? Kind of, yeah. yeah. They have... They try and give him somebody who's like, I'm going to give him a family. Yeah. That, yeah. But he doesn't... That doesn't make... That doesn't soften him in any way. And I think... Shannon is a very emotional actor at times, and we can put a lot of emotion through him. They do very little. He's yeah. got... Yeah, the face, yeah. Yeah. He's not asked to do this in this film. And because of that... It might feel like a different type of sh- performance. Do you think people watch the film? Yes. Realising that it is, you know, it's a set piece and a set leader. Yeah. Like, you, you, from what you get from this film is that they'll total, in the same way that people didn't like Hugo Fischer-Sesey. You get something from it from um, Del Toro. Del Toro loves cinema. You've got that through all his career. He loves yeah. cinema, and the same way Tarantino loves cinema, Scorsese yeah. loves cinema, people love, people love the medium itself, and he's making a homage to that in his own way. So it's a period piece. It's a period piece, most definitely, yeah. You've also got to say, the whole film is based on, like, sort of, like, forbidden love. Yes. You know, she can fall in love with a thinker, it's a, it's a, a, as you said, a fish man. Also, Richard Jenkins, her best friend in the film, he's an artist, but he's a, he's a gay artist in 1950s America. Yeah. He can't fall in love with anybody. There's nothing he, he can't do anything. You also get Michael Shannon from who, to an extent, has his wife and kids, but there's really very little love amongst the family. It's sort of like it's almost like he's doing what 1950s America the man you do. You have a wife, you have kids. That's what you have. You know, they all. It's almost like he always uses it as a cover during the film to show that I'm a normal guy. But it's like you're not really. You're kind of you're fucked in the head. You're an asshole. You're a dickhead. But the, the fact you got a wife and. Kids' decision doesn't, doesn't nullify that fact. What 
Well, here's another thing going through my head, and, and again, I, I could be kind of shoot off the wrong direction with this, but we're speaking about Hellboy. Yep. And we're speaking about Doug Jones. Yep. So you've got Gabe Sapien. Yep. And you've got Fishman. Yep. Parallels? Very much so. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not. You can't deny that Abe Sapien may have been inspired by the Black Lagoon character. You know, that was written. You know, there's no doubt about Too that. Too much of a parallel. Not so at all. I, I've seen Abe a lot. I mean, I love it. So I'm not going to win picking up this. No, because because Abe Sapien is eloquent. Mm. You know, he, he, he's a human who happens to be a sort of be a fishman essentially. Yeah. This is essentially a fishman. No communication, and he's also he has an anger and a viciousness to him. That makes you believe he's still an animal to a great degree, and that's and that, that's definitely different between two characters, absolutely. Um, I mean, I've heard the Oscar hype about it. I know the fucking. I mean, it's it's weird that the billboards that billboards are they're taking yep. home all of it. Um, so, so yeah, I'm intrigued to see it, and I'm desperate to see it. But the one thing that's put me off, and I'm, I'm not I'm not weird. Don't you mean the, the fish fucking? The fish fucking it's it is the tamest of tame. But then there's a lot of kind of masturbation scene as well. There is, but it's not any worse than you've seen in any other film, like in no, Crash, no. like it's not anything, you don't see anything. Yeah. And equally, you've seen a kid in the private school, he's in the You've seen worse than like Secretary, or even like, say, example, it's out next week and women sitting to my left seem oh, to really fought it. 50 shades, 50 shades uh, of Touch Me. Touch Me, yeah. Um, there's far <laughs> more, the smell on her face down if you're looking forward to that one. There's far more explicit stuff in that. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's genuinely pleased with this film. There's far more explicit stuff in that film, or even in fucking Game of Thrones. I know, but it's fucking fish, dude. She's fucking. She's not. Honestly, the 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 sex. No, but you don't see anything like that. You know, he's putting rule and hug. You don't see anything. All you literally see him is you see them hugging. That is it. And then you always see him as him hugging, and then she explains to her friend what they do. You don't actually see any fish on fish man on women action. Is he like seahorse? Does he get pregnant? It doesn't go that far. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Possibly. This is a sequel. This is it possibly going to be a sequel? This is the sequel. Um, but generally, I think it's a magnificent film. If it, it's really tough to compare because this film is ultimately. Uplifting and, and beautiful and romantic and just heartwarming. Billboards is the opposite of all those things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So to, to compare them shows the travesty and the idiocy of the Oscars. Yeah. You cannot compare those two films because they are ultimately completely different movies. No. What did I enjoy more? I didn't enjoy either of them more than each other. Mm. I, I had more hope after watching Shape of Water, but ultimately. Three hours had had an effect on me beyond. We, we, we all talked about it. It, it, it touches you in a way. You're going to go, like, holy shit! That is fucking darkness. Is anyone better than the other? No, they're not. But, and to try and decide what one's better is, is completely insane. Do you think? Right. So, kind of the really deep question I've been thinking. Well, think Captain Bud's out there if you Shut up. <laughs> I'm not having you sully this film with your, your fish fuckery. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Shape of Water. The only thing in nowadays terms that I find weird about Captain Bobsley is he's, in a, he's on a boat in the middle of the ocean with these kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a Celtic Celtic football club thing about that, isn't there? You know, a lot of maybe a boys club kind of thing going on there, isn't there? Yeah. Now he can win Oscars. He's going Oscars. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> out of 10, I'm giving it 9 out of 10. 
Wow, yeah, so definitely, it's, it's up there yeah. with the best. If they didn't have fish fucker in it, would it be a 10? No, it would still be a 9. Would it? Still be a There's nothing, there's no fish fuckery in it. It's very subtly hinted at that she is in love with this creature, she that's all it is. You don't see it, any fish fucking. It's the origin story of Aquaman. Exactly. It could be possible to be, yeah, yeah. Aquaman's mum and dad. Yes. And then you if he squats out. Yeah. A pop and it's kind of tadpole. <laughs> but that's all the reviews for this week, Colin. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what's very What you got something this week through your through your um, your email that you were very happy yeah, with. I did. Um, what after, did you get this week, Colin? You're very after, happy with. After months and months and months of badgering about how three beers in the movie um, never ever ever get emails. Yes. We don't even get junk. We don't even get spam. We, we don't get anything. That, that is a good email address. Yeah. <laughs> Movie. You could you could sell that email address on for like a non-spam email address, couldn't you? Yeah. Maybe as the movie. Eventually and finally, thank you. We got an email. Um, admittedly, the email was from from our, our friend and sometimes co-host. Um, <laughs> Yeah, don't, I think it doesn't count to be honest, but okay. Steve McFall. Steve McFall. But he did send us an email and it was very much appreciated. It was a very heartfelt email. He's a good writer. He is a good writer. McFall's a very good writer, yeah. Um, what, what kind of really got me in touch with most of all was, was I was in that, you know, someone sent me, you know, a question, you know, why use a chair of dicks or, you know, why she's always riding Tom Hardy, you fuck witch, or that, that kind of thing. Um, Mr. McFall, you know, rose, rose above my fucking level of the shit. We all rise above your level. <laughs> you are the bottom level of this podcast. It's why we bring Barry on to lighten the mood a little bit now and again, you know. <laughs> Barry brings the class. He's the class, yeah. We got, we got an email um, from, from Stuart, so, so thank you, Stuart. Um, Stuart Stuart's email, um, to, to cut it short, was just saying that, that as, as a friend and a listener, um, he really appreciates what we bring. He, you know, he thinks that, you know, his words were Richard, you know, you're well versed in cinema, you know your craft, you know, and, and you talk very artistic about it. Um, you know, you're like the kind of critique and you understand it. And you are pure emotional hatred, well, is what you're saying. I'm like, you know, I'm like the audience almost. You're so a yeah. If you were the critique, I'd be the audience to the cinema. Yeah. And it could have, you know. What did you put Barry as then? He didn't mention. Oh, sorry, Barry, you're not mentioned. That's why I'm only a passing guest. I'm only here for the steak sandwiches. Yeah, still here for you. (laughs) You have been more regular than anybody else, to be fair. Yeah, you have. You're you're almost a co-host. You're a stalwart. You're a member of the team, sir. Yeah, you are. We do appreciate you, Barry. Um, Thank you. But you know, you see, you know, if you're the critic, I'm the audience, and um, you know, and I've seen, he just really enjoys listening to the back and forth and the back and the passion we both share for cinema. You know how we get involved and stuff. And it was just nice to hear to hear those words. See, I didn't expect, you know, you're a dick, Tom Hart is okay, and I go, ha ha ha. But, I mean, we all think that we are you're alone in your your, your opinion, uh, to be honest. Yeah. I'm sure a I think he's just he's hyped up too much. Yeah, we're not going to hardly hate this. I'm, uh, I'm chipping Barry down here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, surely, yeah. He only hates Tom Hart because he misses loves Tom Hardy. That's what he's but he's <laughs> he's a genuine reason for it. Yeah. She will set through any Tom Hardy shit just for Tom Hardy. That's it. But yeah, it could be like the worst movie in history, and yeah. she will. She will well, like it. Just for Tom Hardy, uh, you know. But, so he's got a reason. His missus thinking of Tom Hardy at intimate moments. That's why he hates Tom yeah. Hardy, you know. At <laughs> the vinegar stroke. Oh, Tom. Total. Fine, fine. I think it's like... It's got Tom Hardy poster above the bed. Just give a look over your shoulder. 
Matt Damon being bring the honey. I mean, <laughs> Stacey went for Barry, so she must have a Matt Damon thing somewhere. I, I was like, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, Dave, um, that, that was um, Mr. McFall's email. He also said that I'm the handsomest as well. She did not say that at he all. Did. He did not say that he at said, all. I will read the email, did not say that. He said, known as both personally having pictures at home that he keeps in his wallet. He did not think that. So, thanks, thanks for that. Okay. So, you want an email asking questions that you want? Nice. It's not, I've, do I lie? You do lie. Do I, do I have ever fucking lied in my life? There we go. Out next week? Yes. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, out next week. <laughs> we still have out, we've not seen his Coco. Oh, that's what we call it, Cody. Coco. We've not seen Coco. Padding Porn. Padding Porn. I am desperate, <laughs> desperate to see Coco. I've heard nothing but good things about yeah. it. I am giving a point to seeing Coco this week at some point, so if you're on next week, try and see Coco and yes. we'll talk about Coco. And uh, I've also heard there is a touching song in the middle of it, something that makes everyone cry. Can you maybe watch the Toy Story 2 song? Was it 2? Oh, and it wouldn't be Jesse in the swing. That's how big. Jesse is fucking brutal, man. It's, two, it's Toy Story 3, isn't it? Uh, no, 2. The, no, 2. It's one of those like, um, what's the song he sings? When she drops him off yeah, at the um, at the park, the wing park, and then it's like you think she can play for again, and it's like she's not, and it's like you drop the oh my god, it's a, it's the most beautiful. What is so, this? Coco, anyway, Coco's out. Coco's yes. out. We're going to try to see that. We're looking forward to seeing that. Hopefully, we've got Maze Runner: The Death Cure. I've not seen yet. Which the first time I've heard this one's a bit wanky, but I want to see it. But it's the first film in about a month to not. Jumanji off the top top, top, top mm-hmm. spots which is saying something to be honest we're, we're not teenagers we're not we just want to stress us there's no reason for us to watch these fucking yeah films. but we will watch them anyway yeah, we will that's why we do a review podcast <laughs> if we do a podcast yeah uh, we've also got out this week on general release we've got Phantom Thread which looks fucking horrible <laughs> I think that's where they are and I swear to god I was just like somebody shoot me out yeah, I'm not the help. biggest PTA fan I do love There Will Be Blood I didn't really like the master that much or a dude who makes clothes right? yeah, and it, thinks it's covered to so messes in the clothes yeah but for no purpose from what we can tell yeah, yeah okay I, I love the Daniel Day-Lewis but you're a cunt yeah so we've got so we've got Phantom Thread is out we've also got Winchester which has been getting really bad reviews but I love Helen Mirren I love Mirren but yeah. this is getting some Helen Mirren is my Guilford choice. And I've seen it, it's been on promoted on every single TV show I've been watching recently. It's like they it's, it's a PS on it. But the, uh, early, the early indicators are this is a fucking. Yeah. Jill's upset that the Winchester is not uh, some way a, a, a movie about supernatural. She wanted to see the two Winchester brothers stripped to the waist fighting demons. Who's the Winchester? Strip the waist. Or just strip generally. Who's the Winchester? Supernatural, you know what's supernatural? Oh, oh you like handsome. it. They're very handsome men, yeah. Yes. Jill is Googling as just Yeah, Jill has it on her favourites, I believe. Yeah, the Winchester Bros. It's a lock screen picture. Yeah, look yeah. They're both very boring. That's the pigs actually. The Winchesters are very they're well known at all. Is there anything else There's also out Den of Thieves which looks awful but fun it looks fucking horrendous it's Gerard Butler playing corrupt cops trying to bring down the bank robbers yeah. uh, it sounds like Chip 09 but shit yeah 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 it doesn't sound it just sounds it just even the trailer I saw for it but do you know looks I, shit I think 
this is one of these movies that you're sitting here all thinking it's shit and we're it's, probably going to come back next week and give it 4 out of 10 and I'll be satisfied with it but in 12 weeks time or 12 months time I'll be nominated for an Oscar for Jenna Butler who's like no that can't happen that you know what's going to happen one day right this is my, my theory my, my fantasy almost is one day Jenny Butler right is going to be making a movie right and he's going to have a stroke oh. and no one's going to realise because that's how Jenny Butler is and he'll be like oh it's okay and Jenny Butler's going to die on set having a fucking stroke and people are going to be like no keep rolling Jenny this is good oh fuck Jenny's dead Jenny's dead um, also out on limited release which I think is weird because I thought it's an Oscar nomination is Roman J. Israel Esquire the Denzel Washington film he's got an Oscar nod for that that's the point he's got an Oscar nod for this film but it's not showing in Glasgow it's only showing at but Silverburn it's, it's, it's getting an Oscar because it's fucking Denzel it could be that yeah, yeah. Denzel deserves an Oscar just for being, being Denzel for waking up versus Steve Denzel yeah so that's how it's out on sort of limited release yeah also out this week on advanced release if you can get a chance to see it is Itonia which is out I really want to see it but it's out the week after general two weeks I think it's out I'm yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it's the story of um, Tonya Harding fall from grace essentially yeah, where she sabotages her rival scheme. Yeah, Nancy Kerrigan, yeah. Ah, yeah. Is Margot Robbie playing tonight? Um, I Tony Harding. Yeah, well, thirty for thirty. It looks like a, like looks like thirty for thirty, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going to see that on Tuesday, actually. Nice. But we might talk about it in a couple of weeks' time. Sound a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. One. It's a Genesis advanced preview of that film. Um, but that's all it's out this week. Collins, do you want to give us where we no, go can find us? Can I quickly just so you can't just Harry Harry is there not the when's the new Pulp movie coming out? What one? Ages yet. Ages yet, man. Ages, uh, yeah, ages yet. Also, how is that franchise? Someone was talking about the new movie and then it dawned on me when I went back to look at it. There's been fucking hundreds of them. Yeah, do it. I've seen, seen the first one. The fifth one. Dude, they've, they've made about basically they've cost about 30 million total to make and it's made about 400 million dollars yeah. it's a fucking downsizing of movies, movies. Yeah. it's low budget but makes a shit ton of cash yeah. but are they any good they're all on a par yeah, yeah I think the first one's the best one yeah. they're actually on a par yeah. they're not bad movies they're not bad they're not great they're not bad okay. Okay. Enjoyable. yeah enjoyable yeah. 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 Um, what I was going to say was um, just quickly have you all seen and heard about the fuss about um, Dundee 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 you mean the Dundee reboot? Yes. Oh, the, Which the reboot that's seen... not a reboot that might be a tourist movie that's not a tourist yeah, it's movie. Apparently it's not a movie now. It's a real movie. Um, it looks like a spoof trailer at first. Have yeah. you seen the cast though? Yes. Right. It's got every Australian alive who'd ever lived. <laughs> Let's break a set of it right. You've got fucking Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Guy Pearce. Margot Margo Robbie. Margot fucking Robbie. Hemsworth. Hemsworth's and this fucking Hemsworth and uh, Isla Fisher. I'm assuming Alf from um, wow. Neighbours or Home and Away will pop up at some point, as will Carol Kennedy at some oh, point oh, as well. Oh, 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 oh. Do you know what? Fucking wow, and hats off to them for keeping us under wraps for so long and suddenly going through. Well, you said under wraps two weeks' time, we've got was um, a McClawfield movie as well in two weeks' time? Oh. Yeah, in a couple of weeks, yeah. Did you know about this? I knew about this. But I'm excited, but I like films on the was straight on it someone I don't even know why they done this they changed the brightness when they were sitting on the website and then all of a sudden they were able to see all these messages that were like behind the picture and all yeah. that and you're like that's how, they, that's how they ended wow. up knowing the title of the movie I think we call it's like I would be all four films not having any sort of build up just say by yeah. the way 
a week before it'll go, by the way, this comes out on Friday. Like, shit, yeah. yeah. But the last COVID was like, I think for me and you, it was about three or four weeks. And I'm like, oh, this COVID? Yeah. This one's like two weeks ago. Before, like, yeah. There's a fucking COVID uh, I'm all for that. I love this. Yeah. I love the franchise. I love everything about it. I'm the same as you. Absolutely adore it. So, so clever, but to yeah. make a movie just under wraps and be a... Yeah. Like, you could do that. Like, they're doing this with like, this, essentially a low-budget film. This is brilliant, but... Why did they do this? Why did they do this like Star Wars? You know, just do it like you wait four stars, you go, by the way, next Friday, Star Wars is due out. It was, it was still go fucking huge. Yeah, I think the bigger the films get, the more people that are involved that are maybe not in the movie magic is deep. So they end up accidentally leaking it like, oh, I was building a set. I've already ah, built okay. it. Oh, it was some fucking shit thing. And then next thing you know, boom. Plus, because you know, someone, someone found like um, one of the fucking Star Wars vehicles on Google Maps. Oh, the Millennium Falcon. Falcon, Falcon yeah. yeah, they found it on Google Maps, but yeah. Plus, I do get the need for like, promotion. Like, for, yeah, it's like, this is fucking massive. And yeah. it's not out for all of Three weeks, yeah, February, yeah. Yeah. Like, I kind of get both yeah. sides. It's nice to get that. Oh, fuck. But I enjoy a film that you can yeah. drop in two weeks' time. You only find it about two weeks before, yeah, and it's something really cool about that. You think like, oh shit, I've not had to watch eighteen hundred trails at the same time uh, over and over again, where I'm completely knocked it. Let's see something on the message about. I'm intrigued already. Yeah, what's the title of the film? Do we know? What's the title of both of your film? What's the title of it? Even have a signal on this so great. what was it? Someone was on a website and by chance they're fucking right. It's hit a point where they could see messages in the phone. That is next level shit of cleverness, isn't it? That is so good. That's good. That's, 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 what, that's, that's what you're up against. I think it's just uh, Cloverfield movies have always done this kind of viral marketing. Yeah, yeah, thing. definitely. Yeah. And I think people have kind of got wised to it. So when they go onto a website, they start looking. They're doing weird shit. They're putting a brightness up and they're yeah. down, putting it through some weird yeah. spectrum. To try and put so it all what, red, all so green. So what they ended up finding was on the original website was a, it was like an address for another website. And right. When they went to that, it gave some sort of like cryptic like video messaging. Right. I'm all for it. Cause Cofield, Ten yeah. Cofield Lane is one of my favourite films of like two years ago. Yeah. It was in my top ten. I absolutely it fucking loved it. Anyway, calls it. What we, where can people find us? Looking for us. It's bad to look for this thing if you can. Uh, email's the movie at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Um, again, but, uh, Stephen, thank you, Ben Stewart. Thank you very much for that. We like happy, like hearing nice things. It was nice and very relaxed, lyrical, fucking joke. I love it, sir. And I know I'm handsome, thanks. Yeah. That, that, Yet. Yeah, we're going to have lots of his top Oscars. Something, you know, give us your fucking box to fish fucking deserve to win Oscars. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? You are wrong. You know, <laughs> 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 <